Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. This is the channel where women from all walks of life can stop by, get tools and resources to help them thrive 360 in mind, body, spirit, and finances. I invite you to stay connected, subscribe to this channel, and visit me online at thecindyrayan.com. Now for today's segment. So super excited as usual to be here today. I've got a guest with me, but first let's do some housekeeping. Our quote and power thought for today is, there are two ways of spreading light to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. And that's from Edith Wharton. All right, without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Ms. Allison Blade. Allison is a registered nutritional therapist who specializes globally in helping women manage negative symptoms of menopause. Welcome, Allison. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I'm, I'm really well. It's lovely to be on your podcast today, Cindy. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You are very welcome. So let us know a little bit about your history. Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, basically, you know, I always say there's a cause and effect for every niche, for every industry that a person decides to go in. So tell us a little bit about your history and what made you go in this direction? Yeah, um, as you were saying, Cindy, I'm a nutritional therapist, nutritionist, and uh, I really started my journey when I was a teenager. Uh, I had very bad skin. I developed acne as a teenager, which it's horrible. I mean, it's hard enough being a teenager without having bad skin. And that really triggered my interest in hormones because I, I wanted to know what was going on, even at, at such a young age. So I really looked into, you know, nutrition and, and what were the things that I was doing that was making it worse. And that's where I became very interested. And I really improved my skin quite considerably just through lifestyle and, and nutrition. Uh, you know modifications and then initially at the beginning of my career I worked as an esthetician so I, I, I specialized in in menopausal perimenopausal and the hormonal skin problems but very soon I realized that it, it's not just enough to work on the outside you have to work on the inside so that's when I went back to study nutritional uh, science and and have been working as a nutritional therapist ever since specialising in menopausal women's health because it can be a very difficult time for women and you know I saw when I was growing up how my mother and my grandmother and all her friends that were going through perimenopause and menopause they were really struggling and it wasn't they, it wasn't spoken about I mean it's still not really spoken about but this there was so much suffering going on and it just again intrigued me because it was, it was so hormone related. So I, I like to say I help women harness the hormones and get back their sparkle because we all like a bit of sparkle, don't we? Right, right. That is absolutely correct. Um, tell us about the midlife stage as far as like nutrition. What are some natural ways that people can actually balance those hormones while they're going through the get through stage? Yeah, there, there's so many things you can do with nutrition. Um, you know, if you, you think before uh, perimenopause and, you know, our hormones are always on this like up and down in, in your natural cycle for a month. But when you come into perimenopause, that's when things start to go a bit, get a bit chaotic. You know, the, the hormones aren't on this natural, you know, smooth ride. They suddenly become all over the place. So what you want to think about with nutrition is 
eating processed refined sugary foods just trigger off uh, everything. I mean, they, they've been shown in research to really uh, be detrimental to menopausal symptoms, especially hot, hot flashes. You know, they can make them worse because of the sugar and because of what the effect that that has on your blood sugar levels. And, you know, when you're talking about hormones, we want to keep our blood sugar balanced. This keeps all our hormones, you know, very nicely balanced. Hormones like um, insulin, cortisol, which is a stress hormone. If we have high blood sugar, it, it just makes us feel terrible. So what you want to think about doing is, is eating whole foods. So foods rich in fiber, uh, there's there's foods called carbohydrates that, that there's something called the glycemic index and this is actually quite easy to find you can you can just go out and google it and, and there's many there's a lot of very good information on it and this is a, a scale that's been done to show the effect that carbohydrates have on your blood sugar and it's very useful because you can you can see if you eat for example um, white refined bread that, that the scale on the glycemic index, it comes up quite high because of the effect that it has. It really spikes your blood sugar. Whereas if you eat, um, you know, more of a fiber rich like vegetables, broccoli, whole grains that actually take longer to digest. So they don't have that same effect on your blood sugar. So blood sugar balance is really key for hormonal balance really really important another thing that that we women don't eat enough of is protein you know protein is the building block to the body and it really helps to balance hormones uh, so if we're not eating enough protein we're, we're not nourishing the body and it, you know you don't forget we need nutrients in the body to be able to produce and and, and synthesize all the hormones that we need so protein is crucial, uh, roughly around the palm size of, of protein with, with every meal. And, and when I say protein, you're looking at things like uh, like chicken, fish, uh, red meat. You know, if you don't eat meat, then you can eat soya products, tofu, you know, beans, nuts, seeds. You know, there's there's lots of uh, you don't have to eat meat. There, there are other ways of getting protein. What about the protein drinks? Is that equivalent a protein drink? Yeah, protein, protein drinks, absolutely. If, if you, it's preferable to get that protein from whole yeah, yeah. rather yeah. than just using protein powders. But however, if you if it's difficult for you to get in enough protein, then absolutely use a, a good, it's, it's all about the quality, isn't it, of the products we use. You use a good quality uh, protein and and what I would say as well if you're going to have that in a smoothie make sure that you know the smoothie isn't sugar rich because it's it, even though fruit's great we all love fruit but it still contains quite a fair amount of sugar right. yeah you need to think about what you're putting in your, your smoothie I always like to say try to make it green you know have vegetables and spinach and avocado in there as yeah. well yeah <laughs> yeah that is amazing. So what, in, in your expert opinion, what is the reason why there's such a, a like a imbalance? Not, I, well, I know it's all because of the hormones, the weight fluctuations. 
Yeah, weight gain. That's that's the huge. When, when a person is approaching like that forty-ish for some reason, and you know they're going into that hormonal stage even more progressively, it's like for some reason their weight fluctuations will settle um, in different areas. You know, um, even at like my uh, holistic body boutique. Uh, we have like different graphs everywhere showing where um, there's like the mommy belly, uh, the alcohol belly, the sugar and the, the carb belly, and then the stress hormonal belly. And so, you know, just always, that's always a question. What would be, you know, like I said, in your expert opinion, why during that time where the hormones are off, there's such a fluctuation of the weight, especially in yeah, A great question, because I find that a lot of my clients, that is, you know, one of the, the things that they want to work on is, is weight management. And there's so many different factors that come into play when, when we're looking at weight management. And because of our hormones, they have an effect on where, exactly as you were saying, Cindy, where the, the weight comes on. And it's very typical when, when women come into perimenopause. And, you know, that can start as early as the, the early 40s. Right that we turn from a from a pear shape into an apple. So we tend to gather the majority of our weight around the abdomen uh, area. And there's many different reasons for that. We don't fully understand it. There, there needs to be more research done on right. it. Right. One huge factor in that is, is stress. Uh, you know, I say to my clients, if, you, if you're very stressed, it's virtually impossible to lose weight because the cortisol, which is the, the stress hormone that we release uh, when, when we're feeling stressed, and, and today's society, it feels like everybody's suffering from stress. This hormone is fat storing. So it's very difficult to lose weight if you're constantly stressed because when you've got these stress hormones in your body, you also um, release glucose. It's because your body's primed to run away from something, you know that that ha that's how it was, you know, many years ago when we were, you know, hunters and gatherers. We we were we got stressed because we were being chased by something. So your body is primed; it gives more energy in in glucose, which again, going back to um, blood sugar levels, it's very hard to lose weight if you've got high insulin levels, which is the the hormone that removes glucose or allows you to utilize glucose in your system so you've got the stress you've got the blood sugar there and you've also got the um estrogen so when estrogen levels decline we we have to remember that the estrogen is a is the master of metabolism you know women need estrogen for a healthy metabolic system i think we, we tend to forget that we think of estrogen as a sex hormone, but it isn't. It's way more than that. You know, it's, it's responsible for so many bodily systems. So when estrogen levels start to decline, we see lots of metabolic changes happening. Uh, one of them, uh, because of our, we don't want a sensitive to insulin, which insulin is the hormone that we need to remove the sugar from, from our blood. Um, so we can become insulin resistant. And this, again, shows as weight gain. And if you don't look after yourself, you then can, you know, you may develop diabetes too. So it's a combination of so many things coming together. And also 
thyroid, um, hyperthyroidism, thyroid is, is a gland that is really like the motor of the body. That slows down as we get older. And the thyroid hormones are needed for uh, metabolism. You know, they, they help to manage weight. So there's so many things coming into play there when it comes to weight management. But it's all really about focusing on your overall health, you know, not just going on a crash diet, counting right. calories. It doesn't work. We, we've seen that it doesn't work. You normally you lose weight initially, but then. You right. so, so basically, you're saying that um, those people that are approaching that need to basically like that, that mid stage and that going through the go through stage. Um, going towards menopause basically need to uh, control their diet. Um, the reason why there are a lot of weight fluctuations, and I know you didn't mention this, but I, I know this from my understanding, you know, um, you, well, you mentioned you were an esthetician as well. So, you know, you have the hypodermis, and the, well, you have the epidermis and the dermis, but then there's that fatty pocket in there of stored fat hypodermis, which is actually supposed to work for us. And it, it doesn't. As we get older, it's like it's, it's storing fat and working in, in, I guess, in reverse, um, because at one point, you know, when we were young and, and giddy and everything, um, it was producing a lot of energy. And so you're saying things like sugar, um, the, the blood sugar being off, having imbalances in your meals and your stress levels, all of those things compounded together cause that stored fat to work in reverse as you're aging. Yeah, well said. I mean, it's, and I think a fascinating thing about fat is, you know, the, the abdominal fat is really an organ in itself. Yes. Because that, it produces estrogen, not a particularly nice estrogen. Right, right. No, it produces, estrogen, it produces hormones. It produces many things. It, you know, it's like, it, it's like an, a, an organ in itself. So it's, it kind of goes and get, the more weight you put on, you know, the, the, it comes this vicious circle because of the hormones that it releases, that the hunger hormones, um, you know, become disrupted. Another actually interesting fact about estrogen is that it has um, effect on our appetite. Um, it's been shown that, that, you know, normally when your estrogen levels are, are normal, it helps to regulate appetite. So again, when we come into this time where, where our hormones can fluctuate and decline, we can feel that we've, we're hungrier. I, I've noticed I'm in perimenopause and I notice myself that I'm a lot hungrier than I used to be. And that's because you haven't got the same regulation there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. So uh, what would be like your top three tips that you would give our listening audience to be able to uh, regulate, keep those hormones regulated? Top three. OK, uh, this this first one is very basic but we don't do it enough, is hydrate, drink. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very basic, but it is, it's such a key thing. Drink water. Uh, you will start feeling better if you increase your water levels. Um, three, this difficult is only three. Okay, I would say uh, the second one would be to eat crucivus vegetables because uh, they are very beneficial for uh, women, because what they help to do is they help to remove the excess estrogen. 
we, the, the, oh, whether we could call it the old estrogens that our bodies utilize, we need to remove them from the system to keep everything in balance. And cruciferous vegetables like, you know, your, your broccoli, your cauliflower, cabbage, are brilliant. They're really the friend of, of a menopausal woman because they really help to kind of get thing, get your digestion going and help to remove the, these uh, old estrogens out of the body. Um, another, okay, if I'm only allowed three, the third thing I would say is to uh, incorporate flaxseed into your diet. Flax seeds are, are again are, are great for uh, hormone balance. They contain uh, phytoestrogens, which are plant hormones, and, and they have a similar structure to estrogen. They're not the same, but they have a similar structure. And it's been so shown in studies that they can really help benefit uh, perimenopausal and menopausal women. Uh, they can help reduce uh, hot flashes, menopausal symptoms. Um, and they're also very good for digestion because they have a lot of fiber in. They, then they balance things out. They help with hormone balance. So black seeds, I will certainly uh, incorporate. And you can have them you know, on, on your breakfast. You can put them in salads. One key thing with them, though, is to make sure that they're crushed or you, you soak them in water for uh, 24 hours. Because if you just eat them, they go straight through you. Your body can't utilize the nutrients in them. So as a busy woman, um, tell us what you do for your downtime. How do you maintain that balance? What you're doing with nutrition and, and health and, and wellness. How do you maintain that balance personally? I, I uh, maintain the balance in my life is I, I put myself first without being selfish because I know in, in today's society we, we don't like to say we put ourselves first but I prioritize my self-care I allow myself I book into my diary every day into my schedule 20 minutes of self-care and that for me could be uh, going for a walk outside uh, it could be doing 15 minutes yoga, uh, some deep breathing. You know, I'm very realistic. We don't have hours to spend on this, but if you do it every day, you really right. start. Right. Yeah. And I, I prioritize food. I, I buy quality food uh, that nourishes my body. That's awesome. That is awesome. I thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing and for coming on and, and giving us and tips as far as how to keep those hormones balanced, keep them balanced. <laughs> That's a big, big, big part. Um, any closing thoughts? How can people get in contact with you if they want to get in contact with you? Yeah, I think the, the best way to get in contact with me is via my website, which is alisonblad.com. That's B L A D H. Uh, I'm on all social media platforms. You can find me, Alison Blad. Uh, and also on my website, I have under resources. Um, you can download lots of wonderful free ebooks on, you know, hormone balancing recipes and you know skin health, health, everything. So please feel free if any any of your listeners would like to uh, download any of those. You're more than welcome. And thank you so much, Cindy, for having me. Thank you so much.
You are welcome. You are most welcome. I'll definitely I'll check into that, put the information down inside of the description so that people can find it, you know, either now or on the pre-play. But that is it. We're going to close out. Peace, blessings, and joy be multiplied to you. And we will see you again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. Follow me on social media at Busy Woman's Cheerleader. <laughs> Remember, together we write our stories, share our journeys, create memories, and leave our marks in history. Until next time, peace, blessings, and joy be multiplied to you. Ta-ta!